Hi, this is AZ. Welcome to episode 15. Today we're going to talk about how to destroy victim mentality. Before we proceed, however, I want to recap what we covered in episode 14. We talked about what is and what is not greatness. In that episode, I talked about what may prevent millions, if not billions of people in this world from thinking and acting like they are greatness material. And I came up with three talks. And the first talk is the ego talk. When you talk about greatness, some people they want to hear about it. Why? Because they resent some egotistical people. They heard some egotistical people saying, I'm the greatest. So they don't want to be people like that. And therefore, they don't want to think, they don't want to entertain the idea that they are greatness material. The second talk is luxury talk. Considering that the challenges they are facing right there, it's a luxury talk for them to talk about greatness. But actually, these are the kind of people who need to hear and talk about greatness because when you focus on the problem it expands but if you focus on the solution if you focus on your ability to turn those problems into opportunities it expands the third talk that may prevent people from embracing greatness to believe that they are greatness material is the irrelevant talk considering where they are in life because of their social status, education status, because of their race, gender, ethnicity, bloodline, and so on and so forth, they think it's above their pay grade. They don't want to think about it, they don't want to talk about it, they don't want to act about it because they believe that greatness talk is irrelevant to them. Of course, today we're going to talk about what are these excuses that may convince people to believe that greatness is above their pay grade. And we're going to come up with some proposals on how to destroy those excuses. Before we proceed, however, I want to talk to you about some great ones in our generation who defiled all odds, great ones who turned victimhood to greathood, victimhood into victorhood, victimhood into Victorianhood. Think about Obama. He had so many reasons and excuses that should have stopped him from believing that he was a president material. He could have used excuses like his father was a Kenyan and black. He could have used the excuse that he was raised by a single mom. He could have used a lot of excuses like people who belittled him, people who discriminated him, people who didn't believe in him. He didn't do that. He didn't have victim mentality. And because of that, he became the first black president. Today, he influences policies and institutional reforms. Think about Oprah. Now, she's a multi-billionaire. 
She is a top dog in the media industry. But she had a lot of excuses that could have stopped her from pursuing her greatness. She was black and a woman. And these are enough excuses for many people to stop themselves from pursuing their passion. But this didn't stop Oprah. Today, she is an influencer around the world. You too could become one. What about Les Brown, one of the great motivational speakers? He was born on the floor of an abandoned building in Miami. He was called the damn twin. He didn't go to college. He's black. He could have a lot of excuses. He could have developed the victim mentality and remained insignificant. But he didn't do that. Today, he inspires people around the world. Not just blacks, but also Spanish, Asian, brown, white. Why? Because he destroyed victim mentality. He was discriminated. He talked about how he proposed to produce a motivational CD like Tony Robbins. The, the, the CD company told him that you're black, nobody gonna buy your CD. He also witnessed barriers like no blacks, dogs, and Jewish. All of these could have been used as stories of victimhood, but less didn't buy into them. The same with you. You could be able to go above and beyond the excuses that you may have. I must be honest with you. I've had also my own victim mentality. I can give you the recent ones. When I decided to pursue my passion in empowering leaders in 2007 and 2008, there were genuine friends and colleagues who came up to me and they told me that, Asigid, you don't have leadership education. You are black. Not only you are black, you are from Ethiopia, one of the poorest countries in the world. Who are going to sit down and listen to you when you talk about leadership? Others also pointed out that I have a thick accent. Nobody could be able to listen and understand me outside of my community. Of course, I immediately pushed back. In 2009, I went to enroll to pursue my doctoral degree in strategic leadership. I began forming my own organizations. In 2009, I formed a nonprofit organization, Pro Leadership. In 2010, I opened my own company, Success Pathways, LLC. But Deep inside, I believed that because of my accent, I couldn't be able to serve people outside of my own community and the immigrant communities. I believed that my accent doesn't allow me. In 2012 or maybe 13, uh, I'm not sure, I, I had a coffee conversation with one of my American friends. He watched me present at Toastmasters. He knew 
my ability to communicate from the stage. He pointed out about my strength and he asked me, AZ, who are your clients? I started to mention my clients and he looked at my clients and said that I don't see any American companies here. Yeah, yeah I don't have American companies uh, as clients. And he started to mention, why don't you approach this company, this company in the DC metro area? And I pushed back. I was not conscious about that, but I pushed back and I told him, ah, because of my accent, I don't think they would be interested in me. He was like shocked. He was like, I understand you. I'm an American, but I understand you. You have great content. You're passionate. Actually, I like your accent. I was like, shocked myself hearing that from him. Actually, the next question completely stunned me. He asked me, you reached this conclusion because of what? Did you go and check them out whether they want your service or not? I said, no. So if you didn't check them out, how do you know that they don't need your service because of your accent? If they don't tell you that they don't like your accent, why would you stop? At least approach some of the companies and he gave me some names. You'd be surprised. I was not consciously thinking about this, but subconsciously I was sabotaged. I developed a victim mentality because of my accent. What surprised me was when I went out to approach some companies, they actually liked me. Some of them, they mentioned, you oh, know, we like your accent. Actually, you bring diversity into us. And I got a lot of clients who were willing to pay me. If I didn't have that conversation, if I didn't have the chance to uncover my own blind spot, my own victim mentality, I wouldn't be able to expand. I wouldn't be able to serve more people. The question to you is, you may not have the same kind of victim mentality like mine. You may be okay in your accent. Maybe you don't care about that, even if you have accent. Well, it's not a big deal. When I look back, it was not a big deal. But it was a big deal deep inside, subconsciously. What about you? What are those things deep inside for which you don't have conscious awareness that are limiting you? You need to uncover them and you have to destroy them. Now, let me talk to you about how victimhood is formed. First of all, we develop belief system based on what we think predominantly. And our belief system, it controls our behaviors, our decisions, our choices, our actions. And our actions determine our results. So if I have a limiting belief system, it limits my actions and it limits my results. Wherever you are right now in life, in your profession, in your business, it's a result of your belief system. If you don't like it, you can change it. You can destroy a belief system that's not empowering. You could do that by changing your thoughts. I start to change my thoughts. Hey, I can serve outside of my community. I start to take action, like, you know, joining a leadership program, opening my organizations. I was taking actions to overcome those excuses. I also took action to come up with a one sheet, go out to approach 
businesses in the DC metro area. Now, here are a couple of things that you could do to overcome victim mentality. The first one is I want you to go back into your childhood to remember the stories, the conversations that you have had with your parents, with your peers. This is very important. Remember, our belief system was formed a long time ago, mainly when we didn't have a lot of control. We didn't help it, but we heard some stories, some disempowering metaphors, examples that we believed in and they formed our belief system. I remember myself going back to my childhood to listen to the conversations of my parents, my conversations with my peers. I went back to study and understand the governing thoughts in my village. I went back not to remain there, to be bitter or to judge anyone. I went back to unchain myself. I didn't want some of the beliefs that are at subconscious level, at the deeper level, to limit my progress. I went back not to remain there, but to unchain myself to go forward. I can tell you this. If there are disempowering stories, examples, metaphors, sayings that you heard and you believed when you were a kid, they may still be impacting you. You have to go back, reflect, meditate, and unchain and free yourself from those disempowering stories, examples, and metaphors. You have to see them and tell them that you're wrong, you're faulty. Because most of the things that you were told, they were wrong. They were not real. The second thing that you could do is figure out the negative voices in your life. I remember myself making this decision. I don't want to be a friend of someone who is, is negative. I don't want to be f having friends around me who don't believe in my potential, in their potential. I don't want to be around people who don't want to progress. I don't want to be around people who limits me, who belittles me, who leash me, who chain me, who stops me from visioning. What about you? What are the kind of voices you are opening up yourself? These could be the ones limiting you to go forward and unchain your greatness. The third is find growth opportunities. Read books attend courses, listen to some CDs, watch on YouTube, watch people who turned their victimhood to victorhood or Victorianhood. Find people who transformed their lives from underdog to top dog. Find underdogs who translated their lives and profession and business to great and listen to them. Find also coaches and mentors. Those who overcame victim mentality, they can coach you, they can empower you. In conclusion, yes, there are people, systems, and institutions that victimize. However, there were great ones in the past and now who overcame that. 
regardless of how people treated them, disrespected them, discriminated them, constrained them, they overcame victim mentality. They destroyed victim mentality and they became great. They became the top dogs. That's why I mentioned about Obama, Oprah, and Les. You too, you have a potential. You can destroy victim mentality. You can transform your life from victimhood to victorhood or Victorianhood. Going forward, I'm going to produce more episodes to empower you. To make sure that you don't miss future episodes, subscribe to this channel and also share to people who may benefit from uh, this kind of empowering contents. And also attend my webinars. Currently, I am producing two webinars. One on leading emotions in times of crisis. Another one is turning conflicts into opportunities in times of crisis. If you attend these webinars, you'll find the links below. You're going to get some exclusive offers. My ebooks, they are $6.99. But if you attend one of these webinars, you're going to get them $2.99. My online course for first timer team leads, project managers, supervisors, and business owners, it is for $49. But if you attend one of these webinars, you will get it for $29. US There are 11 modules, worksheets, samples, and templates in that online course. And also, I take a few, very few coaches every 12 weeks. If you want to be one of them, you need to attend one of these webinars and apply. And who knows? I may be able to coach you. All right. Thank you very much for watching and I look forward to see you soon.